Hey everybody, it's Opinions Are Cheap with Cameron and Chad. Oh wow, we're just jumping right into it tonight, huh? Yeah, normally we like to open with a little silly joke or something, but we just, we don't have time tonight. Um, I wanted to introduce our guest and get that out of the way. Um, been working for a few weeks to get this, the, you know, all the stars to align, but finally, um, everybody give a warm welcome to Ellen DeGeneres! She is now Ellen DeGeneres. I can't, Ellen, get, is your mic on? I yeah, we see we see you. No, we we can't hear you. Uh, audience, let me describe her. She looks great. She's got her normal haircut on. Uh, Just plug it in. You know, uh, if you've Did seen you Ellen, mute? she looks like that. Hi, Ellen. Big fan. Wish you could okay, talk. Okay, and it, and it cut out. So she's working on that. Um, so we will check in with her later. She played that blue fish in Finding Nemo, you know. Yeah, I like that. I I like everything Ellen does. Yeah, one fish, red fish, two fish. That's how that goes. Um. Well, okay. Let's. Did you, anything interesting happen to you this week? Um, you a fun story to share. Oh, something interesting happened at work today. So I work at a place of screen prints, right? Uh, plastic labels. That's right. We were having a, a customer audit, and the customer was a Sure, S-H-U-R-E. I had never heard of them before, and I was like, well, they spelled Sure wrong, and a bunch of morons. So I Google them. Turns out they make uh, recording equipment, uh, high-end microphones, uh, speakers, amplifiers for guitars. And I thought that was really cool, and so I started looking through their, their stuff, and like bands I know and really like use their equipment. That's so, cool. like, Shinedown uses, like, Sure-branded amps or whatever. So it feels cool to, like, I work at a place that helps make the equipment a band I, like, uses, even though what we make is the cosmetic shit, you know, like, here's the on button, you know, the sticker or whatever. It was, it was pretty neat. I thought that was cool. It was cool. Yeah, I got a little, little, little happy out of that. All my customers are jerks. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Like Boeing and Rolls Royce, really you do stuff with those two. That's that's yeah, neat. They they're very mean to me. GE's <laughs> our big one. <laughs> I don't have to deal with any of the customers though. I just be like, oh neat, look what we're making. On to my whatever shit I'm supposed to be doing. Well, you what had an interesting day. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I'm sorry. To hear um. That. Oh, you know, okay, so, you know how I find fox furries to be extra boring? Okay. So, I'm playing Champions Online for some reason, and turns out they added a new samurai class. And it's like, well, that's an excuse to make a new character, so I'm, like, playing with the samurai look. And I'm going through the heads, and there's, like, a kitsune japanese looking fox head. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, wait a minute, and I put together this, like, Japanese um, looking fox samurai ronin character. And it's like, okay, this character actually looks kind of cool. Um, but then it kind of like now bugs me that I'm running around as a fox character because I just. F- furries are so boring. I I don't know. I, I mean, like, I feel like fox is sort of like baby's first furry. Yeah. Either you saw the Disney movie or you saw the Nintendo game. 
Yeah. But there's something there's something a little charming about that. Like we all have to be introduced to our weird sexual desires for a first time. Am I right, Ellen? Mine's mine's high five, Ellen. Yeah, Ellen's a good sport. She can hear us. Why can't? Okay. I'm I'm getting really tick at the these. Let's do technical problems every single time we do a show. What's... It really is just how how it works, isn't it? Yeah. Thankfully, the listeners weren't here for Ellen. They're here for us. Not sorry, Ellen. Yeah. I hope I didn't offend you, but it's true, right? No, that's that's sprinkles. She's nodding. But yeah. Okay. Oh, you just... sent me a picture of your character. Yeah. He looks more like Okami than Fox. That's kind of cool. Yeah, there is almost a wolf style to it, but it is a fox. I like it. It's okay. There, the character creator in that game is super weird because you can make very ugly characters very easily, but there's so many like pieces that you want to try things until it works. Sure. It's not. Ah, uh, man, I really miss um the good one. What was the good one called? City of Heroes. Sure. I don't. I've never played it. I miss City of Heroes. Uh, but it's dead. I feel hey, you know like what else honest... is dead is this hmm. conversation. Yeah, okay, we're done. But conversation also the is topic. a corpse. Bye, Ellen. <laughs> Did you, you? Was it your idea for the topic this week? Uh yeah, it was. Because last week I went on a ghost tour in La Crosse, Wisconsin, with uh, my family. They took us to some places that are haunted, and a uh, a guy that works for the library, and then does. Arts and, craft, arts and crafts kind of stuff, uh, writing for the Pump House, which is, you know, like a, lo- a local art center or whatever that you don't really have to pay money to go do stuff at. Um, he, he put this together, and he did a lot of research and interviewed people, you know, owners of bars and restaurants and stuff, and it was like, here's here's all the ghosts and stuff I've talked to and read about in newspaper clippings and stuff like that. Um, and that was kind of fun. I don't... My gut reaction to all uh, anything ghost-related is like, well, I don't think they're real. Why are you playing music? Am I boring? Oh, here we go. Okay, never mind. But it, it was it was fun. Like he was a good storyteller. You know, we go into the the first place we went to was like by a river, and so it was fucking buggy as shit. And I got eaten alive by mosquitoes. Um, but it was like, hey, uh, you know. 200 years ago, this used to be a place where trains would go by and people would die on the tracks and a, there, was, there was all kinds of spooky shit and some drunk dude from Minnesota came over once and he was gonna get a baseball bat or whatever, he was gonna beat up the ghost and then he got arrested for being drunk in public. And it was about an hour of that. My one complaint with it was that we walked next to a ton of bars and didn't go into any of them. And I was led to believe that this would be like an alcoholic tour. So we get to go in and order drinks. Did you point out to the tour guide that you expected some spirits? Oh no, I did not. I come on. Okay, we're both alcoholics talking about doing a ghost show, and you didn't once come up with the spirits pun. So here's the thing: is that prior to that, I was at a some local show and I drank like a 22 ounce IPA with, and then I had a hip flask on me, and so I was just drinking out of my hip flask the entire tour. <laughs> and so it really didn't occur to me it'd be funny. Plus, I was afraid that if I opened my mouth, I would say something and, like, offend someone. Like, he's like, yeah, this is haunted by the the, hus- the ghost of the, this lady's husband. And I'm just like, bullshit. Yeah, I, d- I didn't want to do that and ruin it for all the other people. 
Well, I'm glad she had fun, I guess. Yeah, it was it was neat. There was fireworks at the end that were un unplanned, and so it was just like, oh, hey, here's a big fireworks show. Well, the also, apparently, um, what's the that fucking like moth from New Jersey? The Mothman? Yeah, the, apparently the Mothman is in, in the Midwest right now, or uh, there's been sightings of him in the Midwest, which it's like a fucking core star. Like every place probably has sightings of the goddamn Mothman. It's you know urban legend that got popular. Oh yeah. Also, they migrate. I mean, I suppose. I, I don't know how moths deal with the winter. They wouldn't come to the fucking Midwest, though. It gets cold as shit. Well, the Mothman isn't a moth. But it's like a moth-shaped human. Is it? I don't know. He moth showed us, like, man. an artistic rendition of what it might look like, and it was, like, something from DeviantArt. It's like, good job, dude. Well, yeah, it's literally, like, what creepypasta art is based on. Yeah. Where it's just like, it's a Bigfoot that has wings and red glowing eyes. Yeah, yeah, I just found the picture. And I can't, of um, course, just send you the picture because Google's bullshit. Copy image location. I don't know if that's going to work. Not in the world. It's basically just like, a, they picture like a gargoyle but with red eyes, and that's what this picture is. And the caption is, this is terrifying. It's like, eh. <laughs> I feel like if it existed, we would have uh, high-quality images of it because everybody has phones on them with pictures and cameras. Cameras is what I was looking for. Well, I was just... I was talking to uh, my friend at work, like, just today about Bigfoot. I remember once seeing a Bigfoot show on TV where this person had a photo of Bigfoot. They they saw him, and they took a photo. And they show the photo, and it's just a... It's a photo of, like, bushes, and there's nothing there. It's just leaves. And then they put up the red circle and, like, zoom in on a couple of leaves. And it's like, he's right behind there, where it's dark. <laughs> and it's like, that's a shadow. I mean, there was nothing in the photo. And they put this on television. It's like, come on. That reminds me of a prank I played on my coworker this week. He was out bear hunting. And he uh, he sent what, a different coworker a picture of him in the tree stand. Like, look at me, I'm out bear hunting. And she was like, well, that's not very impressive. There's no bears there. And I was like, send that picture to me. I'm going to Photoshop a bear in it. And I'll send and send it back to him. And so I did, and he 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 got a good good chuckle out of that. So that's what you should do at work, kids, is play with Photoshop and not do your job. Um hmm. What bear did you send him? It was a black bear. They were hunting black bears. Here's a white bear. Oh man, that bear's got a vajurger. <laughs> so, um, ghosts. You like ghosts? You know what? I'm kind of surprised at this picture. Normally, this kind of shot and this kind of art style, you'd see just massive tits too, but there aren't any. So is that a yes about the oh, ghosts? Oh, because it's called a cunt boy. Okay, that makes sense. What about ghosts? You like ghosts? Ghosts are okay. I, is I'm that why you go hunting for them every week? Yeah, that's totally why. No, I like ghosts as a concept. I think uh, any of that stuff, the hauntings, demons, and uh, possessions, stuff like that's really, really fun. Um, let me see. Okay, so I'm, I'm looking at my notes here. And for ghosts, I have real? No. Real neat? Yes. Okay, so I think we're on the same page I agree, there. they're neat. <laughs> It's funny, my um, 
my dad, when he was a kid, lived in a house that he he claims to this day was haunted. Uh, the previous tenant uh, committed suicide in it. And so he, he'd go through the whole rigmarole. You know, he'd hear things, uh, cupboards slamming. There'd be footsteps in the basement or in the attic. He had a small chihuahua that would bark at everything. But it's like, well, that's not a sign of ghosts. Chihuahuas bark at everything. They're fucking douchebags. Um, then they moved out and, you know, uh, the, the haunted house is gone and someone else bought it. And they've, they've never, you know, gone back to it because that'd be kind of weird. Be like, hey, I used to live here. Can I see if the ghost is still here? And, uh, he, he lived there long enough to be, like, at a certain point, like, old enough to maybe, or maybe not know better, and he said there was at one point it scared him, scared him so bad he ran out, got his friend, and they got, like, baseball bats and came back in, or tennis rackets or something. I think it was tennis rackets, they weren't really baseball players. And it's, like, it's a funny story to hear, but I'm also just like, yeah, but ghosts aren't real. Yeah, I... I like, um, I love paranormal stuff. I love the study of paranormal activity and investigating that kind of stuff. But I find it really weird how, like, there's, there's well-documented cases of paranormal unexplained activity. And it's like, because the electromagnetic waves increased in this room, uh, between one and two, that means my great aunt Martha's trying to contact me. It's yeah, just like this, there's a there's a logic leap. It's one of those things fun to too, think about, but uh. where I, I know like the common joke is like, oh, if you think a house is haunted, put up cameras and the ghost will go away. And that's because <laughs> you'll see what's causing the things you think is a ghost, or they're just not there at all, and it's all in your head. I love. Um, did you ever watch Ghost Hunters? No, like God, the, the I just didn't seem like you know worth my time, right? Like, so I I love Ghost Hunters because they were all um, scientific-based. And they would go out of their way every episode to just disprove as much as they could. Like, they all believe that there's ghosts or something out there. But it's like, yeah, here's a list of things that it could be. And if we can get this stuff out of the way, we can narrow down to, like, where the actual paranormal activity is. So they'd go places, and it's like, oh, yeah, I always get headaches in this room, and I feel like someone's watching me. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, the, your power box isn't covered properly. Let's put a, like, lead case on it, and the headaches will go away. And, oh, this door always slams. Like, yeah, there's a breeze here. If you open this door too fast, slam shut. You never noticed that? It's like, oh, no, I didn't. And they'll, like, walk away disappointed every episode because they, like, solved all the ghost problems with common sense. I didn't know that... I I feel like there's was a different ghost hunting channel on one of those. Now you might be thinking channels. of Ghost Adventures, because there was one that like... South Park made fun of, where like like all the characters are just like shitting their pants and be like, "Oh, it's a ghost! I'm so scared." Now they they did make fun of Ghost Hunters, but they weren't giving them a fair shake. Okay, because um, Ghost Adventures is like they add sound effects. Oh, really? And everything is like, did you hear that? Oh, oh, oh! Did you hear that? Oh. And it's just like you never see anything. Um, one of my favorite Ghost Adventures episodes was uh, they they did research on this haunted house, and there's like spooky, just dusty, whoa, spooky. More after the commercials, oh, it's still spooky. And they're doing this research, and the the hotel owner says that a little girl was murdered here, and she still haunts the the halls because sometimes people say they saw a little girl, but there's no little girl staying at the hotel that weekend. And it's like, okay, is it uh, Martha? Uh, Martha, are you here? 
And they have a device that they have yet to explain that if you hold out this device, um, it'll pick up on the electromagnetic waves words that ghosts are trying to say. And usually when they use this, they'll turn it on and it just starts displaying random words. Like it's it's beeping and the text is like uh, football, radiator, left, uh, man, ghost, go, fart, drive car oh he, uh, there was a guy that got uh, run over by a car outside it's real and so it's, it's like um, some cold reading shit where they you just say stuff until the audience it pretty much is picks a word so what was really funny is in this hotel uh, where apparently there's a little you know martha ghost running around they pull out the machines like okay let's see if we can contact martha and um they pull out the machine and i was like is anyone here and the machine says yes it's like oh it's like a ghost is here. Uh, Martha, is that you? No. Oh, um. Are are you uh are you a little girl? No. Huh. Are you a man? Yes. You're not Martha. No. And then they're like dejected and like ah oh, well what? And then you're disappointed. And it's like you just funny. had a conversation with a ghost. It's like it's not the ghost we wanted, and they <laughs> they went to the library and pulled up records, and there's like no record of a little girl being murdered there. And like, well, what what's the deal with this Martha story? And they just left. And it's like there's some guy ghost that you're just ignoring. That's really funny, and like, I don't I don't know how you what you make of that because to me, like, oh, I, we have an item that lets us talk to ghosts. It makes words. It's like, oh, so you have bullshit that people believe. Like, how would that item work? Like, like, there's no, nothing makes sense about that at all. There's also one with, like, stick figures, where it'll oh, project where, where a ghost is, and stick figures will, like, dance around. And it's like, <laughs> I do not understand the science behind it at all. I had someone at work show me a, a I think it was at work, show me a picture of, like, you know those, like, you, you take them in a graveyard and you see, like, the little glows... And it's like, oh, look, the, the glows are ghosts. Orbs. Yeah, yeah, the orbs. It's an orb. It's like, no, that's fucking dust. <laughs> yeah, I've never once seen something that makes me believe in orbs. Um, there's a lot of paranormal activity I really do believe in. And there's documented cases of it working and it not working. It's just that what people have to remind is that what, paranormal doesn't mean it's a spirit. It means it's something that we haven't really explained yet. Yeah. And it's okay <laughs> if something strange happens. It's not an assault on your religion. It's not um, uh, it's not a, a spitting in the face of science. It's like, just can we investigate what these weird occurrences? I always find like the idea of trying to figure out what's causing it, like the actual solution to me is way more interesting than ghosts. Yeah. Um, I know there was one, one conversation that like this one guy's like, my house is haunted, and like one of the first replies was like. Are your carbon monoxide detectors working? Because if you have a carbon monoxide leak and your detectors aren't working, that shit can make you like see and hear shit, and, and then you die. But you know, it's it's a yeah. slow burn because it's a it's a leak, and so you should check that out. And so now every time someone is like, "Hey, I had a ghosty experience in my house," I'm like, "Are your carbon monoxide batteries in? <laughs> you know, is that thing working?" Because you should check that out first before we uh, continue this conversation. Yeah. 
Um, I sent you footage of the stick figures dancing. What the fuck um, is this? So they have this thing that picks up apparently like electromagnetic waves, and they're using like a connect to connect the dots. Um, because the electromagnetic waves are condensed into human-shaped figures, so the connect is identifying uh, and t-posing ghosts. And in this episode, they found a band performing on stage. Like one of them's, they're, look, they're he's playing the drums. Look them go. So this is this is the dumb one, right? This is the dumb one. It and I don't mean to be mean. It's a fun show, but they will always just jump to the most sensational conclusion. I my my I guess I don't know if we want to keep on this or if we want to move into like ghosts and, and you know media. Mm-hmm. Like you know what's your, what's your favorite haunted house movie or story or whatever. Um, so I wrote down two I like. No, I only wrote down one. I like a ghost story. Have I seen that one? That's familiar. Uh, we were talking about it this afternoon. Have I seen that one? That's familiar. <laughs> a ghost story trailer. Dot com. 2017 American Super... Oh, this is a recent movie. Yeah. Um, you found the trailer there? Uh, can... Oh no! I just wiki it. <laughs> there you go. Um, it the whole movie like there's no dialogue, so just just watch it. and We'll talk. Um, it's about a ghost. Like it's just it's literally a guy in a sheet with little holes cut out. Huh. And the the plot is um it's just like there's this guy and his wife, and then um he was in a car accident and dies. And he just sort of wakes up in the hospital, and he's he's basically just in a blanket and walking around and watching the world around him. And it's like, in the hospital, a door opens with just this light. Instead of walking into it, he just sort of, like, exits the hospital and walks home. And then he just watches his wife go through depression, and then his wife date other men, and then his wife move away. And he just sort of, like, he sticks to the house. Dude, A24, like, everything they put out is fucking great. This is really good. I'll have to watch this, because basically um, I just saw A24, it's like, oh, this will be a good movie. Yeah, it, it is a good movie. Um, And it's just, the whole time, it's just a ghost watching this house. And so he doesn't, like, like interact with anybody, does he? Like, rattle any blinds? Not really. Um, But it's also, it plays with time funny. Because there's times where, like, the ghost is watching something, and then he'll, like, walk around the corner, and there's, you know, clearly time has passed, but for him, it's just, time doesn't mean the same thing anymore. Sure. And it's, um, it's very interesting, because there there's a couple times where he does kind of interact, like, he'll walk by somebody, and they, they think they felt a breeze or something. And it feels like every ghost story from the other perspective, where sometimes there's these, like, unexplained occurrences but you just don't know what's going on from the other side sure and this movie was an interesting take at what's going on on the other side um this movie looks sad. fucking brilliant it it's a very good movie um and it's cute how the representation of the ghost is literally just a guy in a sheet yeah i mean but it, it works really well like 
It's perfect. It looks very, it's very melancholy. Just like, it should be creepy, you know, like guy in a sheet watching, you know, his ex, you know, his wife, um, or just a woman, you know, like there's something like in a completely different framework, this would be a whole, you know, a horror movie. But because you have the, that information, it's like, no, this is just like really sad and, and kind of beautiful. And what's interesting is how you, you get the sense that he's losing himself. Like they're, He's he's drawn back to this house, but it's almost like he forgets why he liked the house. Huh. And he he went back because of his wife. But after she leaves without him, it's like he's just there and he's like he's stuck with this house. And there's this interesting character where sometimes when he looks out the window, there's a ghost in the house next door that he can see. Oh really? And he kind of waves to it. And the other ghost is cute too because it's um instead of a white sheet, it's like a it's like a flannel print sheet. Like it, huh. you have to assume that like the guy died in his sleep and that's sure. like his, his bed sheet covers and the other ghost like, you know, waves back. Um, and he asks it like, you know, like, uh, are you waiting for someone? And the other ghost says, yeah, I, I think I've been waiting for a long time. And then years pass and the houses get, um, flattened. Because um, they're going to build, like, a skyscraper or something. Huh. And the other ghost is, like, standing on the rubble. And he's standing on the rubble of his house. And they look at each other. And the other ghost says, I don't think she's coming back. And it, and then just, like, disappears into a blanket. Oh, wow. Um, And it's just... It's a very interesting... Like, I wish there was more of that. It's mostly just him by himself. Sure. But it's interesting the way that... Like, they're holding on these details, and it's like, well, this is important, and I'm going to watch this for a little while. But even without the words and without even a facial expression, uh, so much emotion is being portrayed by his, like, posture and how fast he moves or doesn't. And it's just, it's a very good movie, a ghost story. Cool. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm going to fucking check this one out real hardcore. But my, okay, my, I think my favorite haunted house movie or haunted movie goes in the complete opposite direction and that's uh 1408 based off the uh, stephen king novella okay i wanted to bring up that movie because that's a good one so i'm glad you did yeah so for those who don't know that the reports say they this uh, this room in this hotel is haunted and this guy who goes and investigates ghost stuff and proves him wrong is like ah, i'm gonna go into that one and spend a night there and you know prove it's not haunted and then it's really fucking haunted, and he gets stuck in the room, and it's a, it is a really tense, pretty scary wild ride, and then the the ending to me just, I found to just be, like, really chilling. Uh, I don't know if I want to give it away or not on it's, the show. No, it's really people, good. Yeah, I think people should definitely go see that movie if they haven't, but it's, a, it's just a really well-done, scary, like, you know, like, the room is haunted, there's no real ghost per se but there's like this you know it's just like an evil room it's it's just that kind of a uh, bad spirit you there's, know there's and, two things that this movie does well for me um th- and i don't just mean the only two things that make me like the movie but particular because it's a ghost story um or a haunted room story first they don't go out of their way to explain like, oh yeah, the legend is that the lady hung herself in the bathroom at exactly midnight, and if you look in the mirror, and you have the ring, and you turn the ring around three mm-hmm. times, then I bet... And it's like, there's no exposition. 
Right. It's just like this horrible stuff happens that's completely unexplained, and then he goes through a nightmare. And it's amazing. It's very But then the movie. second... Yeah. Um, but the second thing that I really appreciate is that it's not super violent. And I feel like a lot of horror movies go for gore. And the gore takes me out of the suspense. Yeah, and it's, it's not um, to say that a gory movie can still be good, but it's like, I want to be scared and not like, oh no, his fingers. Ah. Yeah, it's a, it's a PG-13 movie, which I think to some, like, that's a huge turnoff. Like, oh, there's no way a, a horror movie that's PG-13 can be good. But I feel like that movie is scarier than most R-rated movies that I've seen as far as horror goes. And I think part of it is, like, it does a really good job developing the character and just, like, there's something really relatable about the setting. It's like, it's a, it's a generic-ass hotel room. And what jump scares are there are handled really well. And it's just kind of like that, you know, you're alone in a, in a strange room and you, you, my mind starts going places sometimes. And so I can really empathize with the situation. He's like looking out the window and he sees a guy in the other, you know, the hotel across the room get killed. And he's like, holy shit, you know, and you turn around and like, is there, a, you know, the guy there? Then it's not, or, you know, just like, I don't know, it, it, it handles jump scares really well. This is, I haven't seen it in a while, so I'm not being super articulate, but. It's good. It's very good. I recommend 1408. Um, so I just googled top ghost movies. Oh, that's a good idea. And I, man, I do not like what's coming up right away. Um, But the first one on this list is The Shining. Oh, okay. I don't like The Shining. You don't? No, I think it's, well, it's because it's a really bad adaptation of the book, and I really like the okay, book. Okay, that's fine. Um, I you have to treat the movie separately from the book because it really I is can't. removed. They're so different; it bothers me. But that's what's so great is that you don't know where it's going, and it's such a brilliant, weird movie. Like fucking the the father is insane. Like the very first second he appears on camera. But you're insane too. Like the stuff in the movie does not make sense. It's really well shot. Like it's a gorgeous movie. You know, Kubrick is amazing at his craft. Um, have you, did you see the, 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 the analysis about how the, like the layout of the whole hotel keeps changing? Mm-mm. So when you first pulls up to the hotel, um, the number of like towers changes. Really? Like there's, there's one angle where you, where you're looking at it. There's like clearly three, you know, sections of the hotel. Sure. And then that like curve. And then there's other angles where it's like there's two sections and they're flat. And like literally the shape of the building changed. Oh, that's cool. I never noticed that. And there's a there's a scene where they're walking around like they're they're being given the tour of everything. And it's like, okay, here's the um they they come around the corner and it's like, okay, here is where we keep all the food in the pantry. Here's the pantry, and they walk inside of it. And they walk around the pantry real quick and they uh, they leave it, and outside of the pantry, the walls are rearranged. Like, there's a door where there wasn't a door, and there's, like, a big opening, and it's like they're in a completely different room. Hmm. And it, it's like, there's these subtle things that you don't notice, except subconsciously, that keep you, like, nothing spooky has happened yet, and you feel confused, and uh, there's, like, unease a little bit. And every little thing, you're like, what's going on? And, um... And you don't even realize that you're thinking that 
there's a part where he goes into the owner's office and he comes around the corner and walks in there and behind the owner there's this big open window and the open window is where like you see trees and sunshine outside but that's where like the lobby should be hmm. and it's just the 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 whole movie keeps playing with you on this subconscious level where nobody notices these details the first time they watch it but like after you watch it several times and you start to look for things you notice things are like going like well that's not right well wait a minute how does that happen and you start to go crazy with him but okay my i really wish in a way that i had seen that movie before i read the book because yeah <laughs> i mostly just didn't enjoy like any any of that movie other than like the cinematography and stuff like that like i could like understand like this is a well put together movie but i was I was pretty checked out after like five or ten minutes and just was But also, calling it The Shining doesn't mean anything because The Shining itself like doesn't play a role in the movie. No. It's like, they should have called this Spooky Hotel and like had a thing like based on this book on Stephen King's short The Shining and um, (laughs) all. But like people are like, dude, did you see Spooky Hotel? It's totally about the Native Americans and how white people wiped them out. What? No way. I'll check it out right now. I feel like Kubrick kind of had to think of that. Like, I, I remember I saw A Clockwork Orange and really liked that movie. But I think the guy who wrote the book didn't like that movie either. And that he like, you know, he thought the Kubrick didn't get the point of it or made it you know made it into something that it wasn't made it well, way more grim or or uh, that's why stephen king remade the shining yeah and because that was, was like, stephen king's thing too was like yeah he he did this so wrong i want to remake it and then his version was not great from what i heard i'm stephen king and i i know better what let's let's watch my version shall we oh well, i'm I mean, sorry he did write the book so i can kind of see that it, it, there's some... He's a great author dude keep it up <laughs> i mean there, there's a lot of hubris in that though we're just like i'm gonna make my own version that's better and I'm gonna shoot it in the hotel that Do I you stayed like the grudge? at. Huh? Do you like the grudge? I haven't seen the grudge. Oh wow, really? Um, so the grudge is interesting because I feel like it's one of the few. Um, there's this fad where there's a really good Japanese horror movie, and then somebody will see it and go, well, "We should make an American one," and then they miss the point. And with the grudge, they are actually like true to the source material. Okay. They do a good job. There's not much to it, but... Yeah, I'm going through this list, and there's a lot of movies on here I have not seen. Or, like, I don't don't generally watch ghost movies. They either seem like they're just going to be jump scares, or there's something about them that doesn't, like, interest me. Do you like House on Haunted Hill? I just scrolled by that one. I love Vincent Price. Yeah, that just like I'm just reading like the summary of that. It's just not like a movie I would ever watch. Um, it's really good. <laughs> I love that movie. Um, but it's really good if you also get the Rift Tracks audio to go along with it. Oh yeah, yeah. They do. I I saw it live for Halloween. Nice. And it's like I love the movie, but they had really good jokes. What'd you think of the Conjuring? I didn't see the Conjuring. Can you tell me about it? Um. Yeah, the Conjuring is, I guess, in a way, a very by the books haunted house story. Uh, there's some ghost hunters. They hear this house is haunted. They go check it out. Um, 
or no, no, the, the family moves into an old farmhouse that's haunted. They get ghost hunters to come look later. But the the cinematography in it's really good. The uh, the jump scares are really smart, and no one no one dies in the movie. Which you know, I came out of that movie and it's like, wow, that was like that was you know pretty tense, pretty scary. And you're just like, oh, and no one died. Like in a a time when that was coming out, like it seemed like every horror movie, it's like, how many characters can we kill off? And it was like, let's just not kill anybody off. Let's be a little different. Because it was a, it was a believable no one dying like like there was some possession and they had to like scare a demon away or some shit so it got a little goofy at the end but it was uh, it was pretty good I oh shoot I didn't want to close that tab I closed the wrong one oh well um I saw the lady in black with um Harry Potter. Oh yeah, tell me about that one. So that's a good one because, like, it's just he—he's this sad guy that like his wife died and he, they have a little, a little child boy or something. Um, and this guy just—he needs work and he got this job like house sitting because apparently like the person that was watching this house had to had to quit. So it's like okay, the person's dead. We're gonna sell off the estate. We just need someone to, like, watch it and keep it in order until we can get the legal stuff done. So he's just watching this haunted house, and spooky ghost things happen. Okay. And it's interesting because it gets to the point where they're, like, convinced that ghosts are real. Like, stuff happens that they can't argue with, where it's it goes beyond just spooky things. It's like they're being attacked by the ghost. And he has this opportunity to leave, but he finds out that the ghost is a lady that used to watch over kids. Um, and but like she just got really robbed in life and unfair stuff happened and like her daughter never got a proper burial and um it's just they assume the ghost is just vengeful and he decides that they could probably give the ghost a rest if they gave a proper funeral for the daughter. Hmm. So they find, like, where the daughter's corpse was. Like, it was just, I don't know if it was in a in a box out in the woods or something. But they find the daughter's corpse, and they go find a proper place to bury it. And they they hold a ceremony. Like, he, it's, it's kind of informal, but he's, like, trying to show this little girl as much respect as she deserves. Okay. Um, and hopefully give the mother the respect that she needs. And after they do this, it's like everything kind of calms down. And it's like, okay, I, you know, I think we fixed it. And so he's about to leave, and um, and he's there with his son. Harry Potter and his son are, are at the train. And um, what's interesting is that, like, a train goes by, and, and Harry Potter looks up, and, like, in the glass, he can see a reflection of the ghost mom. And he's like, well, okay, what happened? And then he realizes that his son is, like, walking towards the train tracks. Um, and he's about to slip on a banana peel. And so Harry Potter, like, runs over to grab his son. And then they both slip in front of a train and they both die. And then the, the in the reflection, you can see the ghost mom with all the dead kids that she's killed and Harry Potter. Oh. And it, and it ends on this note where it's like, you, th- you think there's a conclusion, but then it's like, oh, nope. 
and it's done well. I think I described it very funny, but it's yeah, a good you made, movie. Yeah, you made that sound kind of slapstick, but... <laughs> it's not. Um, like, yeah, I can see it working pretty well in the right context. But it's the kind of ghost story I like where there's not clear resolution, where you, you can't go to the library and find, oh, it was Aunt Meryl, and she she just wants her lucky whistle back. We better... Sure. You know, <laughs> go give her, her her trinket back so she can rest. Like, there's not a happy ending. It's like this tormented soul is going to keep being tormented. You know, the, uh, one of the things I've, I've heard brought up with ghosts when it's like, it's always ghosts of, like, there's a certain time frame where you get the ghosts. Like, like where are the ghosts of cavemen? And I think that's an interesting point because it's like, what would a ghost of a caveman do? Like if you went into like you know like you have this you have this this plot of land that the <laughs> nomad tribe and they all died in some horrible accident with like a, a jaguar or some shit and they're like we're angry we're gonna haunt this area and they understand life for a bit and then like someone paves a goddamn road through and now there's like a a target there and you have like these caveman ghosts inside a target like what you know I just... how the fuck does that work. <laughs> I just got this mental image of Ebenezer Fred Flintstone. Is it Bonnie? You're supposed to be dead. What are you doing with all those chains? Like oh, I made these chains in life, Fred. <laughs> I and one you of know, the chains is actually story. a snake, and it's like it's a living. <laughs> the, <laughs> dude, um, I love a uh, Christmas Carol. Yeah, Christmas. Carol's That's a fun. good ghost story. Um, I <laughs> I saw that movie um about the guy that wrote it, and it was really funny how I I think that movie is called The Man Who Invented Christmas. Oh yeah, you've I think like one of the very first episodes of this podcast you brought that movie up. Yeah, and it's um it it's an interesting story because in in a lot of ways he did invent Christmas because back then. Like Christmas was kind of a day that you celebrate, and there weren't as many traditions around it. So he had this idea of, like, well, let's write a Christmas story that we could sell. We'll sell a story about Christmas, and people will buy that. And, like, he was having trouble finding investors to publish the book. Like, hmm, will anyone want a Christmas book? Hmm. And so he's like, he starts writing it, and he shows it to some people. And it's like, a Christmas book about ghosts, I see. Well, uh, no. <laughs> it's like, it's such a weird idea. And it comes together in a great way. Like, I like the story and the flow of it. But it's such a dumb idea that one of our, like, most iconic Christmas stories is about being haunted by ghosts. Yeah. And then it was written for commercialism. Mm-hmm. Christmas has always just been about commercialism to a point. Like, it... Maybe we'll, I can't... When... Ruth, I can't find a time, time in history where around. it wasn't. Yeah. It was literally like, there's pagan holidays, and it's like, we gotta get those guys to think about Jesus. Can we call this Jesus Day and just say it's a coincidence? Yeah, mm -hmm. let's do that. Mm -hmm. I want to sell these candy canes. Can we just tie that in? Yes, stop asking. Look, the, it's upside down. The, it's a J for Jesus. Shut up. <laughs> The, uh, the other unconventional ghost movie I want to bring up, or ghost thing, is uh, Paranorman. I didn't see that. You didn't see all... Oh, I think you would like that movie. I don't like cartoons. Oh. 
I hate to break it to you, Cameron, but half of our episodes have been about <laughs> cartoons. Um, the Paranorman. I'm thinking of uh, my mental image is the one with the haunted house, but that's not it. Um, um, yeah, no, there's no. Is Paranorman the one where like he accidentally like invents Frankenstein or something? No, no, he. His name is Norman. He can see ghosts. He can see ghosts. Yeah, and he, he interacts with them on a very regular basis, but he's just trying to, like, get through school. Okay. And so it's kind of like, it starts off, it's very slice of life. It definitely gets a plot, and there's some becoming friends with a, a ghost and whatnot. But, it, yeah, it, it's really just kind of like this fun, cute story uh, that eventually goes off the rails and becomes a bit of an adventure, but... It's a, it's a really good movie. If we if we want to talk about fun ghost movies, um, did you see the Ghostbusters, the third one? You mean the reboot or the the reboot? Yes. You did. Yes. I love that the the bad guy is a guy who kills himself so he can become a ghost, and then they have to bust him. Yeah, that was pretty and funny. Like, I, I honestly, I think that's a really good idea. <laughs> like, there's things about this movie that I really wish they didn't market it so poorly, because I enjoy it. I really like that movie, too. I was, I, I kind of figured I would, like, it, there was so much internet backlash against it. It's like, there's no way it's this bad. People are just being dickheads, and they like, now it's a meme to hate this movie. It's probably fine. And then I watched it, and I was like, no, this is fun. Like, the... There's a lot of cool cinematography stuff, like, you know, like, the black borders, and sometimes things would, like, go outside the border, so it looked like it was, you know, like, jumping out of the TV. I really liked that. I liked uh, Chris Hemsworth in it a lot. I thought his comedic chops were fucking brilliant. But just the new cast I, were, were great. They were all good. I One of my favorite parts is when um they go to the, excuse me, there's, like, a, a library or a museum or something, and they have this encounter with a ghost, and it's this whole thing, and they get slimed. And outside, they're, like, thinking about what happened. It's like, ghosts are real! Ghosts are real! And they're excited that they proved the research. And it just pans back, and it's, um... It's a YouTube video on someone's phone. And oh, yeah. And it was, like, it got published by accident, and now she got fired from her professor job. And it was such a great transition. <laughs> it was... I, I don't know. There's things about the movie that, yeah, it's not the best one. But if you haven't seen it yet, give it a try... It's a really I good. I think it's like, really cute. Yeah, it's a good like. It's just a good like popcorn comedy. Like, you're not gonna get the original out of it. Nothing's gonna, you know. For one thing, the originals had however many years to to be nostalgic now and set well, and a standard for movies. That's part of the problem. the The original movies are put up on this unrealistic pedestal, out of nostalgia. Yes, and I I just I think they're a little overrated by, uh casual moviegoers. I think there's diehard fans that really love it, and that's okay. But it's just, a lot of people have this weird, uh, like, Ghostbusters is the best movie ever in the back of my mind. I haven't actually watched it in a couple of years. And that's and my thing, a, too. Like, I, I haven't seen the, the first two Ghostbusters movies in easily a decade, and I'm like, I know they're good. I liked them when they came out, or when I did see them. Um, I, I remember very little about them. I, it's not something I, I'll, I, like, go bat for, you know? I don't think they got great reviews when they first came out. Probably not. I'd usually um, kind of how that goes. Honestly, I, I think 
I got a weird statistic that the cartoon show was a little more successful because technically they could tie in the, the toy line with it. And I know people that grew up playing with the toys and watching the cartoon. And it's like, they like Ghostbusters and they think it's because the movie is the best movie ever made, but really they're just fond of their childhood. Richard. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Richard. My brother has always said that if, if this podcast ever gets really big, we should call our fan base Richards, and then so the original Richard won't feel so special anymore. <laughs> yeah, but he gets to wear a hat. It'll be a red hat that says, I'm the original Richard. Also, I didn't vote for Trump. Please stop yelling at me. <laughs> um, the, what was I going to say? There was one more ghost movie I really like, and I wanted to talk about. Um, let me re-Google that thing. I was in. Top Ghost Movies of 2018. Oh, this is all awful. <laughs> um, <laughs> Slender Man shows up. Oh, Winchester. Okay. So I saw Winchester. Did I talk about that? Uh, I don't think you have. Do you know anything about the Winchester house? Uh, yeah, Charles Winchester III used to live in it, and he likes the orchestra and the classical music and, and fancy scotch. Okay. No, I don't know anything about the Winchester house. Um, so Winchester is the guy that invented that really good gun, the Winchester gun? Mm. Sure. And his wife went crazy and is pretty sure that she's being haunted by oh. all the people killed by the gun. And so it's like this fucked up maze, right? There's like... What, that well, don't she go did with her massive gun fortune was she kept building rooms and she would build a room for every ghost and she would try to recreate the room. Like she had these psychic visions where the ghost is trying to communicate something. So she would like draw out what the ghost wants, put that in the room and then try to have a seance to give peace to the ghost. And if they couldn't give peace to the ghost, then they would board it up to trap the ghost in there. Hmm. Um, so there's like, and, and sometimes things change. Cause like she'd have this psychic reading, like, okay, this ghost really needs this room. So they start working on it. And then the ghost would stop communicating with her. And, and it's like, oh, you know what? Just stop making that. We're doing a different room. And so there's like, I, I think that it's kind of a tourist attraction that you can go to and they've made it a little safer, but there were rooms that were literally just, you walk upstairs and open a door and there's no floor there. You could actually hurt yourself. Oh, jeez. Like, it, it's a crazy death trap maze, the Winchester house. Um, So they made this movie, and it wasn't that great. But the actual Aww. story is interesting, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I would like to go there and look around. I just, I don't know. Um, I don't think, are there any other, we're at 51 minutes, so any other ghosty things we want to cover real quick? Um... Ghosts in video games? Okay. I'm trying to think of some off the top of my head. Um, Ellen never got her audio working, but she's been sitting here very patiently. Her um, arms are crossed. She's a little peeved. Yeah. Yep. Do you, sweet. Okay. She, um, do you want to like text text your favorite ghost story, and we'll talk about it. Wow, she's a really slow texter. Okay. Now she's like she's miming something. I don't want to. Mimes are scary. Think Thank you, Ellen. Round of applause for Ellen, everybody. 
Yeah, okay, cut that. Okay. Um, that did not work at all. Uh, I don't think she even likes ghosts, so this is. Not I like a good the ghosts in Harry Potter. I don't. I hate them. I think they're stupid. Well, I guess we can't be friends anymore now, can we? I think this is one of the problems with Harry Potter. I feel like the ghosts, being so casual, have the ability to walk around and go, Hey, you know what? I used my ghost senses and that rat is a person. Um, oh, hey, Harry Potter, be careful. I just checked on the other side of the wall and there's an evil person on the other side of the wall. Uh, take care, everybody. Well, plot like, they don't do Potter, anything. Who'd have thunk it? I hate ghosts in Harry Potter. How the fuck? I, it's so weird how like I am so okay with all the plot holes in Harry Potter, and I think it's because I was a child when I read the books, and I'm just like, nah, I still like those. I am okay with most of the plot holes. I I just I hate I don't like the ghosts. I feel like they are a non-value add. Well, and like, then that one, one of the creepy one is in the a movie. ghost, right? And so it's like, the, dude, why do they? Why is he like they? They, they, just, they just don't have to pay him. He, he's fucking dead. He can't use the money. Dude, it's that's a such teacher. a good scam. Yeah. Oh, so, you know the Nazis are trying to train ghosts? Really? So, one of the reasons why Hitler lost the war was they had so much money and he wasted it on a lot of paranormal stuff. Um, Like, that's actually kind of where the, uh, the plot of Indiana Jones comes from, is that he literally had people, like, trying to scrounge up religious artifacts and, um, and, like, ghost material to <laughs> summon ghosts and stuff because he just he really believed in a lot of crazy stuff and there was actually there was a department of the german science whatever that was they they're given money to do this research where they went to a supposed haunted house and they put a cup on the table and they would order the ghost to move the cup and they're convinced that if they could prove the ghost is real and that they could command a ghost then they could use it for ghost espionage in the war Man, Which, on okay. paper, isn't wrong, but that's my problem with Harry Potter, is they never use the ghosts for, like, value. No, I, ghost espionage is, like, a pair of words I want to write down and be like, hey, my next short story. I like that a lot. Actually, my next short story was going to be a ghost story, even outside of, of that. Should I start this weekend? We'll see. Um... Okay, we're at 54 minutes. Do you want to move on to the old glad space? Yeah, are you glad about anything, Chad? Are you, is there something that you're so you're just so happy about that you want to share it with the world? Yeah, the I had a couple things, and I can't remember what like the good one was. I can only remember what the stupid one was. <laughs> so, oh no, I remember what the good one was now. I read uh, Catcher in the Rye for the first time. Day. By J.D. Salinger, or whatever his name is. And, uh... That was a really good book. I wasn't sure, like, early on, but as I kept going, like, the the main character has, like, really got a lot of depth to him. He's really interesting, and even though, like, there's a lot of teenage angst there, it's got, like, a point to it, I think. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a really fun book. That's there's, good. Yeah, there's a reason why people include it on, like, the best novels ever made you should read. So, the rye is, uh, is that, like, a ham sandwich rye? No, it's like a rye wheat field kind of thing. Oh. 
Well, you learn something new every day. Yeah, there you go, folks. So you should read that book if you haven't read it. Odds are you have because they generally make you read it in school, and for some reason I never had to. <laughs> but even if you read it in school and didn't like it, if you're an adult, you should go back and read it again now and, and see what you think. That's a good glad space. I guess mine... What it, What was mine? I told you already, didn't I? It was a video game. Uh, oh yeah, the new uh, the new Quake, the like free to play 2018 Quake. It has a proper title, right? Uh, I think Quake Champions. Quake Legends. No, you're right. Quake. <laughs> okay, I have like the word Champions on my Steam page, like five places here. <laughs> um, yeah, Quake Champions. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's just a basic. It's a shooter. You just get in a match and shoot, and it's like there's no. Uh, left trigger, right trigger, and loadouts, and st- like you, you, you can pick different characters, and the different characters do have like one ability, but none of them feel like such big game changers that it's like an Overwatch clone or anything. Sure, it's just Quake. Like you pick up a gun, shoot somebody with a gun, and that's how you win. And the levels are designed like Quake. You're jumping around. There's like a lava pool. You jump over it. There's a teleporter. Somebody got you. Boom. <laughs> Um, I don't like the cameos. I think it's weird that the Doom guy and the Wolfenstein guy are in there. But it's kind of funny, too. I don't sure. know. I just, I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, um, and it's free. I recommend you try it if you if you liked playing shooters at any point in your life. This will kind of take you back, but with modern graphics that are really nice looking. Yeah, I, I, I installed it yesterday and I played, like, the trial mission or whatever so now i can jump into multiplayer with you guys after the show and it's gonna take a little getting used to after overwatch but i'm excited to get like back into an actual arena shooter that isn't based on fucking stuns and other dumb blizzard horse shit yeah did you try any of the characters yet um i tried the one who can like charge and i could never hit anybody um... with the charge the bull rush ability where you sprint forward but I oh, guess it's okay, pretty yeah. strong if you can knock into people, you'll, like, one-shot them or something. Yeah, I've been playing the Paladin, and she throws down, like, this healing totem, where there's just, there's an area where if you're in it, a teammate will heal. I might have to try her, then. Is, did you buy any of the characters, or are you just I did, I bought her. Okay. Um, I put in enough money to buy one character, and I bought her, and there's, like, there's one other character I like just because she's cute, but I don't actually, like, care that much, so I'm just playing the Paladin. I'm going to get enough in-game points to buy the cute character later. Sure. But it's like, it doesn't matter. You run in and grab the rocket launcher and shoot with the rocket launcher. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's all I want. I'm really... <laughs> I, I mean, as much as I like Overwatch, it's kind of... It's really fun doing something where every character feels like they're on an even playing field. Yeah, it's none of that like, oh, I'm Reaper and I want to fight Regit, but I can't because she'll stun me and then beat me to death. And yeah, I have no to get one... close to hurt her or somehow strafe around because she's got a shield. And it's just really frustrating. Like the, it's Nobody nice in like... Quake has a counter. Like, there's no yeah. strategy or something besides, do you know, it's literally get good. That's it. Yeah. So, I like that. I recommend, and it's free. Just go on Steam, download a Quake real quick. You're all fun. Hooray! Hooray! Well, I guess it's all our spooky stories. Um, yeah. I hope you guys are haunted by spooks and send us pictures. 
Also, get a good hip flask. They're really, really handy. If you have a problem, don't do that. Do it anyways. Yeah, do it anyways. What are you, what are you, gay? Come on. Hey. That's not nice. <laughs> what are you, a cis white male? Grow there you up. go. Yes. Get a hip flask. Get a hip, no, no, no. Hip. I got a really nice, like, it's like silver with black on it. It looks, it looks very sophisticated. And it's like, I can drink in public and look like a gentleman. Oh, man. So they make, um, you can get, like, custom printed flasks. And I really want to get, like, a joke one, but I'll just never use a flask. Have you never been to a wedding? I, no, I avoid them. Did I tell you about my brother's wedding? No. I got so sick, I was literally coughing up blood, so I couldn't go. And it's like, okay, cool, I go to the doctor, get some medicine, um, come home, and if I don't die, I'll just play Warcraft all day. It was the best (laughs) wedding ever. Yeah, I suppose. Except for all the blood I was coughing up. My one cousin was really kind. He got, like, married on a fucking Tuesday, and he didn't invite anybody. And he's like, hey, I'm married now. It was it was fine. My parents showed up, and her parents showed up, and we had a good time. And I was like, thank you. You That's didn't nice. waste I... all of our time. You're a okay. wonderful person. <laughs> I heard a great story about a wedding. Holy cow. Was, this is, like, the worst human being in the world. So this lady goes on Twitter to rant about how her life is ruined. Because um, her and her husband, or her uh, fiancé, um, they sent out a bunch... Of, they've been planning this wedding. It's going to be the best wedding ever. And they, they, they sent out the invitations, and they don't just want everybody showing up and like mooching off of them. She wants the best wedding ever, so she plans a super elaborate, expensive wedding. And then says that you have to, you have to RSVP and buy a ticket for $500. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing this story, and then no one showed up, and they got really pissed. Well, it's just people were canceling. <laughs> like, the 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 fiancé, he's trying to convince her, like, you know, maybe this isn't the right idea, and we should, like, live within our means. And so she's like, oh, the wedding's off, I'm not going to be married to you. And then her, her supposed friends kept telling her the same thing. So all those backstabbing monsters can just, yeah, I'm going to block all of you on Twitter. And it was just, and she set up like a GoFundMe so strangers could fund her wedding. And it was just the saddest, like, her whole life is falling apart because she's an idiot. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Don't be an idiot. <laughs>